it was much easier just to continue with the with the CPA journey, um, and and you know even even my family they they were like it's it's remarkable like they, they don't see me studying that much because you know I'm I'm up before they're up and I'm, I'm I get to spend time with them um, and they're like but you but you pass and then <laughs> <laughs> I tell her about super fast it's just like yep. Um, that's the, you know that that's the way to learn, and like she she sees me like getting up super early, and then you know, she she saw the change, and so she's just really happy that I, I made this change and I started passing. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to episode one twelve of the CPA Exam Experience podcast from Superfast CPA. I'm Nate, and in today's interview, you're going to hear me talk with Patrick. So in Patrick's story, when he started the CPA study process, he did what pretty much all CPA candidates do. They just start with lesson one in their review course, try to mark off everything, turn the dashboard green, watch the video, read the chapter, go through the questions, and just went lesson by lesson. He was putting in a bunch of time, you know, working full time, then he would study four to five hours in the evenings go to bed around midnight or 1 a.m., was missing the evenings, missing uh, family time, so he felt guilty about that. And even after all of that, it still just wasn't working. He was missing the passing scores by a few points. So at some point, he saw one of our ads, watched our free training, and really the idea of re-review made a lot of sense to him. So instead of going through each lesson one by one, not looking back at anything till your final review. Of course, you know, one of our main strategies is to dedicate a portion of your study time each day to constantly rehitting all the topics you've been through so that your retention and understanding constantly increases instead of slowly forgetting all the things you've previously studied. So Patrick started doing that mostly by using our review notes and audio notes. He used those really heavily in his study process. And as you'll hear, he feels like that made all the difference. So before we get into the interview with Patrick, I want to mention two things. First, our free study training webinars. So if you haven't yet, that is the best one hour you can possibly spend towards making your study process more effective and more efficient. In one hour, we will cover our core study strategies why they're so different and much more effective than the traditional study approach for the CPA exams. And I think you'll agree once you watch the training, you will have several aha moments as we go through the different strategies and why they work so much better. So to sign up for one of those trainings, you can go to our homepage at superfastcpa.com or the link will be down in the description of this episode. The second thing is our free podcast giveaway. So each month we give away three pairs of Powerbeat Pro headphones to three random listeners who have entered the giveaway. It's just your name and email. The idea being, and Patrick's episode is a good example, you can listen to our audio notes while you're doing a lot of your normal day-to-day routine type things like making meals, cleaning up the kitchen, being around the house, doing whatever you're doing, walking the dog, things like that. It's very easy to add in another one or two, even three hours a day of exposure to the material by just constantly listening to the audio notes from start to finish as the weeks go by. So again, with that giveaway, the link will also be down in the description of this video or in the podcast description. So with that out of the way, let's get into the interview with Patrick. 
Just from the beginning, um, when did you when did you start studying for the CPA? Or I guess one step before that, what got you into accounting? Let's start with that. Okay, yeah. So I had I got a degree, my bachelor's degree in uh, management science, concentration in supply chain. Um, but I had a difficult time trying to get a job, um, and a lot of it was just not so easy. Not being, you know, I'm not a citizen and all that. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to stay in the U.S., um, get my master's degree, and find a career that's, you know, with good job opportunities. So accounting was one of the ones that came up. Um, so funny enough, when I was younger, I. I told myself I've never become an accountant, but here I am. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's but funny. yeah, yeah. Uh, so I did two years at the University of South Carolina, um, of just like first year uh, catching up on my undergrad accounting, and then second year doing the grad program. Yep. Okay. And so, how many years ago was that at this point? Uh, so I graduated in 2019, actually graduated bachelor's in 2016 and I did six months kind of, uh, gap and then took the two years. So about five, hold on. No, no, no. Yeah. Four. I can't do math. Four years. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so your original bachelor's kind of you could use that right you just had to get the specific accounting requirements on top of that to take the cpa yes. exams correct yeah the general core business classes transferred over to my grad class uh, it was just like the accounting um you know your intermediates and your advanced accounting courses that i had to take yeah. gotcha okay all right so once you decided you were going to take the cpa exams um how did that whole process go? Did you just get a review course and start studying? What was the beginning like? Yeah, so in the beginning, after I graduated, you know, everybody in the grad program were taking class and then studying for their CPA exams. Um, I wasn't very, you know, I wasn't some during the grad, my grad program, I was focused on trying to get a job. Mm-hmm. And then after I landed one of the accounting firms, uh, they offered Becker, so that's the one that I started out with. Um, I didn't even look at the other courses. I didn't do their free trials, thinking that you know Becker's their standard. So I went with it. So the the process for me, I, I very typical. I watched the lectures, I read the books, uh, I did the underlining, um, and then afterwards I would do the multiple choice, and then I'll make sure that I get everything. You know the check marks ticked uh make mm-hmm. it green on the back yep. of your yep. dashboard um do all the mcqs and then try and get a hundreds on those um and just move on and then after i finish each say like uh it's like far one far two i started out with far i would do the simulations and i would keep moving on um and never actually came back and did the reviews I only did my review after I complete the entire course. So I bought a uh, final review from Becker. Um, I did that. I went through the whole book and then I went to take the exam and I would get a 68. 
I'm like, okay, I'm so close. <laughs> so I would, I would do the re, uh, I would take like four weeks to re-review. And again, I would just kind of focus on my weak spots. Um, and I, I never actually went back and go through the whole course. Um, and then again, second time, 69, <laughs> slightly better, but yeah. still. So I just didn't know what was going on. And, you know, I was always studying after work. So, you know, get off work, study like two, three hours, and I'd be so tired. It's yeah. just the grind, it, it, it was just miserable. And having a family, um, I had, you know, they, they, I feel very guilty not spending time with men then, but so, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, how, so how long did that kind of process go on where you would, you know, you were just trying to mark everything off in Becker, take the exam. Like how, how long did you go doing that? Uh, so I did that. I took far at least two times, three times. So like that whole process, I did it for about a year or two, actually. Okay. Um, it really just struggled so hard. Like, um, I, I did, I took FAR, failed it twice, and then I actually made a mistake. I switched over to audit. And yeah. then I, I did the <laughs> same process again um, and came out of 60s, high 60s. But I was like, what is going on? And, and, and I guess that's when I saw your uh, commercial on YouTube <laughs> started to <laughs> pop up. <laughs> I know yeah. uh, a lot of people mentioned that, but you know that's definitely what helped me. Okay, so what if you remember? Um, you know, based on the struggles you were having and everything, do you remember what it was from that ad that like kind of got you interested, or right? So, so with my uh, original process, I, I couldn't retain anything, you know? I was like, how, how is it possible? Like, the books were so thick, mm -hmm. and you get covered on so many little tiny details. And whenever I go sit in the exam, I'm like, this is so different from what I studied. Um, but when I saw your ad, what really caught me was the uh, re-review, mm -hmm. planting your seeds, and then watering it, and then doing that over and over. I'm like, this is interesting. And yeah. also you mentioned to start with the MCQ. So I'm like, this is, I've never heard that, but I kind of took a leap of faith and I'm like, let, let me try this. Cause you know, what am I going to lose? Yeah. Okay. So from the ad, I'm assuming you watched the free one hour training webinar, right? I did. I did. Yeah. And I, I felt like a light light bulb just went off. I'm like, wow. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe I should just, uh, after watching the ad, I, I just purchased your products and, and I actually tried it out. And that was also when I switched over to Wiley. Um, so I switched over to a different study course because I, I have friends that used it and they really recommended it. Um, okay. so I paid that out of pocket. Um, but with Wiley, you know, having a pretty big test bank, I tried your method out on Wiley and it was just starting to click. Um, yeah. Awesome. So, uh, so what happened after that? So actually, did you, 
Did you go in and watch our pro course videos that goes like deeper into the strategies? Um, I didn't really do that until so. So the story goes. Um, so I used your like your one hour seminar method mm -hmm. on, and then I purchased your products, but I didn't really follow everything by the book uh, when I took audit the first time using Wiley. And I got so close to 70. And that's when I realized that your methods definitely work. And that's when I started to download the app of the super fast CPA. And then that's when I actually um, looked at your pro course uh, material. And I'm like, okay, okay this, this, I sh I sh this is what I needed to do in order to get that 75, that passing score. And, th and that's when I incorporated super fast the method and along with Wiley, um, my studying materials. Yeah. Okay. And, and then what happened from there? You just kind of start following the strategies, applying it to Wiley. And then did you start passing sections? Right. Um, so, so funny enough, uh, the third time when I took audit, um, I used super fast and I used my study material. Um, I would, you know, uh, do the questions before the, the lecture, um, kind of watch the videos on 1.5 speed and then, uh, figure out which, what are the main points and then, and then actually read it on the super fast notes and then highlight okay. those and make my own notes. And then I also follow your method of, um, what is it? Oh, making your own flashcards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like waking up in the morning, do the multiple choice, watch quick video and then make flashcards and just move on. And then during the day, uh, when I had time, I would do the mini quizzes. Um, when I'm, you know, at some free time, I'm standing in line or just waiting on something. I would just do it, uh, come home. And then before I go to bed, I would do the, um, the 30 questions, daily set of 30 questions and then make my, uh, flashcards that way. So the next day I would do the mini quizzes, but sometimes I would just look at my flashcards to, yep. to refresh some of the, um, some of the concepts. Um, so I didn't pass it the next time that I didn't pass audit the next time because uh, I was in a rush. I, I didn't, um, you know, my time management, I didn't do it well. Um, had to use the restroom <laughs> during yeah. the multiple choice. So that, that really messed up, uh, my timing. But the second time when I took audit, I just passed it straight away with a 80, 80 something. Yeah. Like a high. Nice. Yeah. So that was your first passing score. So that's when right. you're like, okay, this is working. Right. Yeah. It, it, that's when I was like, like, I got to follow this method. It works for me. Um, so the second one I took was far. I figured if I could, I pass audit, I should just come back and just knock far out of the way. Um, that was when, um, my second was born. So I had some PTO on, so I used that PTO time to study for far. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, 
I, I would, you know, do the same thing, except I'll spend more time doing the questions, I'll spend more time studying, and spend more time just reading the notes. Um, the the super fast notes, I swear, is for me is the key to passing all four <laughs> exams. Yeah, um, that's funny. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate yeah, yeah. you saying that. That's what I tell people a lot is uh, like, because a lot of people just want to take quizzes on our app. Like do the, every time they do mini sessions, they just want to do quizzes. <clears throat> I think I say this in the pro course now. It, it, you want to alternate. Like if you're going to do 10 or 20 mini sessions each day, it should mm -hmm. be half and half because the notes really are, the way that we make those is we just go through exam questions and kind of, we're not trying to summarize everything from a chapter. It's mostly just what we see keep coming up in all the questions. So like the notes are very, uh, 80, 20, like, right. To what you're going to see on the exam It's yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I, I actually found that the notes, I would just review them and pair it up with audio notes. So when I'm driving and commuting, I would just listen to the notes. And I figured out that, you know, the first time I go through it might not, might not really, um, stick, but I just keep going through them, keep going through them and then do the multiple choice and they'll start to stick. And I figure that every time I pass it's because on that last few times that I go through the notes or I listen to your audio notes, I start to click, everything starts to click. Um, mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, I really do understand these concepts and I feel confident enough to go and sit in the exams yeah yeah uh yeah the other day i was i don't know why i was thinking about this and you know the cpa material it's a lot like learning a new language kind of because really it's a bunch of words that you don't understand the first time you see them and it's kind of like if you were to learn an actual new language you know you can use the little apps and everything take lessons having a native speaker you know give you a, a lecture on how you know different lessons but really the way you're going to learn it is immersion just right. constant repeat you know watching movies in that language um constantly exposing yourself and just little by little you start to understand it like in layers and i think that's why the traditional approach where you just go through each lesson once and then your final review, you know, just doesn't work that well because you really need to, you need that repeat exposure all the way through. Yes. It's kind of what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, correct. Uh, I, I would listen to it and I would just find myself start thinking about all these things. Um, I would also, because with my original process, it was kind of, um, I, I'm just kind of being led on by a lecturer and I'm not being immersive. Right. I'm not really thinking about it uh, during work or during the day. But when I per when I started using the super fast stuff and doing all these questions, I actually started thinking about all the concepts that I encountered before or during the day. And I would number one, I would feel very accomplished because I did something in the morning before work. Mm -hmm. And then I could just start looking up the concepts and yeah, it just start to make sense. Yeah, that and you're basically describing the difference between like passive learning methods right. where you right. just sit there and the computer's like talking to you through the lecture, you know, 
and it's just kind of your brain's not forced to try and like deal with or figure out the information because you're just sitting there um, taking it in passively. So very little gets in. But once you are trying to work through questions, you know, and you're you're having to like use your brain actively, it's just a totally different thing. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and when I started using your method, it started to click like my, my parents used to tell me like, you know, you got to write down, you got to do the questions. But that wasn't how I learned during college, during mm-hmm. high school. It's just, you know, the, there's always been um, the professor always give you like what would be on the exam or areas that would be on the exam and they just focus on those areas. So it's very structured style of learning, uh, but definitely for the CPA, you know, there's no one to really um, take you through the process and tell you <laughs> what's going to be on the exam. Right? Everything is fair game, on, right? On the, on the exam, yeah, yeah. It's very, it's a, just a very different experience. Like um, going to college classes, you know, you show up two to three times a week you're just kind of led through the material, like you said, like by the professor. And I would say any given CPA exam is probably more difficult than any college class. Mm -hmm. And you're completely on your own, you know, time management, discipline, the the study strategies, the material itself. There's all these factors Mm -hmm. that aren't how college works. So it's Mm -hmm. just, yeah, it's just very difficult. Yeah, I mean, college, you know, you have a set time, set number of days you go to class, you have assignments, right? And you have exams to to test your knowledge. Um, But with the CPA, you you don't have any of that. You don't have, so you just really got to be very disciplined. Um, Yeah, okay, so on that note, um, you mentioned your first, like your, you know, when you were scoring like 68s and 69s and stuff, um, you were studying in the evenings and so it sounds like you switched to the mornings. Was that after watching our free training? Yes. After watching the free training, um, I I switched over to the mornings. It it was really hard at first. Uh, (laughs) Um, so, so what time did you actually have to get up? Like when did you have to be at work? Meaning you had to wake up at what time? Um, so I started doing the, the mornings during COVID. So okay. I had a little bit more time in that I worked from home and I would have to be online between 8.30 or 9. So I had two hours, so I kind of did the math. I'm like, okay, I can get up at 6. You know, I know some people get up earlier, 5 or 4, but mm-hmm. I got up at 6, um, made myself a cup of coffee, and then just start studying until 8, 8.30, when I have to start working. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, you also, you kind of mentioned this, but I think you would agree just getting that done. Cause you kind of, you know, that's your most important thing for the day, right? It, like yeah. your study time and getting right. that done in the morning that just made the rest of your day much less stressful. I'm guessing. Right. Yes. Correct. Um, I had less to think about because you know, I don't have to, get off work and be like, okay, now I got to study. Instead, um, I already did it in the mornings. So all I had to do was just, you know, make some flashcards or, or do the daily set of 30 to reinforce, mm-hmm. do my flashcard, and then I'm good to go. Um, and, and also that meant going to bed earlier. Um, 
I would yep. go to bed around 10 and then try and get up at 6. Whereas normally, you know, with my original process, I would go to bed at like 12 or 1 and then you know, wake up at 8 or 9 feeling very <laughs> like groggy. I'm like, uh, this is the yeah. grind. <laughs> miserable. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, like, your original way of studying was you get up, go to work study the whole evening miss family time so you're kind of like stressed bugged about that right study till you have to go to bed at 12 or 1 wake up do it all again and even then you know like you said you were still just like missing the passing score by a little bit so that's very frustrating you know to try and continue to right. do that yeah. um so with this new way did you you had more time in the evenings to have you know normal family time right yeah, so um, I guess I I took far twice using that uh, my original method, and then I went switched over to audit and you know failed two more times until I'm like okay that's enough. <laughs> I yeah, just really, something needs to change here because obviously what I'm doing is not working. And, and when I switched, I saw that bump in my score, and I'm like wow, oh, this is definitely working, and then passed it on the fourth try for audit. And then after that, everything was just bam, 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 just pass, pass, pass. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so your, <clears throat> your remaining three, you just passed on your first, like your first try after changing the study methods. Correct, yeah, once I started passing audit, I did the same method for FAR. I went back to take FAR, uh, get up early, and then use the notes and audio and the mini quizzes. Um, and I just start passing. And then when I went over to reg, I, I told myself like, oh, I had practice with audit and far, like practice sitting for the exam for those. Mm -hmm. I don't have, but you know, I, I had so much confidence in the method that I was like, okay, I'm pretty sure what I'm doing, it works. So I just focus on the notes, did the multiple choice. And actually I, I um, started to slack off a little bit, um, knowing that what I did works. <laughs> Yeah. So I, yep. So I stuck to some of the key methods, such as the notes, the audio, and then the MCQs. But I wasn't that um, diligent about doing the daily set of thirties. I would do it maybe like twice a day, sort of. Mm -hmm. um, and toward the end, like I took back BC at the very as the last one. Um, like I, I scheduled it like three. I took three weeks to study plus review, um, and I just passed. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I even passed BC. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is, uh, and that's a pretty common kind of like story arc from these interviews where a lot of people kind of have that experience where once they get these uh, these study methods nailed down, they almost start to they feel like on their last few sections that they weren't working nearly as hard as they were on the first few, but they were still right. passing. Um, which is, you know, which is awesome. And it's, uh, it just is a, it just proves that this is all about your strategy. Like that. How do you spend time studying? Are you sitting there watching lectures and nothing's really getting in? Or if you're being super effective and actively studying, you can really get more done in two hours than someone 
studying the normal way for five or six hours. Right. And, and that's one thing that, um, is because when I did my, like, you know, using my method, like I would, I would dread studying because the, the lectures just take so long and then the multiple choice and nothing was clicking. And it would, sometimes I would just like drag my feet, take like a whole week just to finish like one, say like section about leases and then mm -hmm. another week to go through governmental but you know going through the um going into a concept just doing the questions first and then doing the re-review like skip save me so much time yeah yeah it's way more efficient yeah i mean i know it is that's <laughs> because my first attempt on far was exactly like you said like worrying about trying to check off everything watch every lecture spent seven to eight hours a day studying and still failed and uh anyways and then i study i switched to exactly what is in like the pro course like all the stuff i talk about is exactly how i studied once i just decided i'm gonna just do this like what makes sense to me and then i was studying two hours a day in the morning I studied a ton from my phone throughout the day. Like I did mini sessions like crazy with just the stuff that I had at the time. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that, I think that idea of re-review just makes a huge difference. Kind of like you said, your first time you were just going lesson by lesson because you're not taught to look back at anything. Like that is mm -hmm. the approach with the big review course is just lesson by lesson, then do a final review. But the idea of, a portion of your time each day is spent constantly hitting everything you've been through, you know, just makes, makes so much sense and works better. Yeah. And, and during the work day, I actually set, you know, first of all, I, I have, I would download the super fast app and then my, um, course review app. So I could just, whichever one I could switch it up. Mm -hmm. um, I could look at the notes. I could do the mini quizzes or look at my flashcards. But one thing that helped me, be more um, is I set up like an alarm or a reminder set for one hour. And so every hour between nine to five, it would remind me to you know spend 10 minutes looking at the notes or just do some mini quizzes. And then I, I would do like, look at the clock, spend 10 minutes, do that and go back to work and just do that all, all throughout the day. Um, and yeah, and I found that to be really just rewarding. Okay, and that was okay. That was something I was going to ask about. So, a minute ago, you were saying uh, you really dreaded studying. You know, again, your what should we say? Like the old, your your first year or two studying, um, and then because the the thing I'm always telling people is once you get a sense of momentum that you, like you feel like this is working, then it's a lot easier to get yourself to study because yeah. you you feel motivated because you know it's working. So, I mean, right. it kind of sounds like you experienced that shift as well. Right, yeah, like I, I, I wasn't constantly studying at all. I, I even picked up a hobby, you know, I could spend some time with family um, or just, you know, watch a show or two during while studying. And it was just, it was just amazing how different it was compared to uh, my original study where all, all my days were just work and study, work and study. Um, yeah, I just, 
so game changer essentially yeah 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 well that's awesome uh yeah i'm glad it could help and yeah that's really cool so what did you do to uh celebrate or just what was it like getting your fourth passing score and just realizing you were done after all that time um when i when i found out my because the last one was bc i i thought i definitely failed it um <laughs> i've never i've never written those uh written communication stuff before yeah I, I looked at it the day before the exam um and when i found out that passing score I literally ran around the house and screaming because I was so excited. I'm done. Finally yeah. done. I, 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 yeah, it was, oh, I was so relieved. I was like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, that's the biggest thing. It's like, you know, you know, when you start studying, you know, you're always going to make more money and like have better opportunities the rest of your career. But once you're, six months into this or like several years the only thing you care about is just getting done and yeah it's like the best feeling ever once you finally are done yeah and and you know when, when every time i got done we would go celebrate right we'd go out to eat um, because we normally don't we stay uh, eat um we cook our own meals but every time we pass out we would go to a restaurant that we really want to try and we just go <laughs> so that fourth one definitely was extra special uh, yeah. because that meant I was done. I was like, ah, oh, so relieved. Yeah, that is awesome. Um, what was your, so going back a little bit, what would you do differently on the weekends? Or I, I guess just how long would you try to study on the weekends and would, you, would your strategies change or was it the same thing, just a little longer? Yeah, so with audit, um, when I just first started the, the new process, I, I would get up and do four hours, uh, do two, two hours, and then break, and then two hours. Um, and then I'll have the rest of the day to myself. Um, and throughout the day, I listen to audio notes um, and, and just do some quizzes or, or just switch it up. Um, I did that for audit far because I, I had pretty much, I didn't have to work. So I had a, a lot more time. So my weekends, I'll just spend um, less time studying about maybe mm -hmm. one hour, two hour. And then towards the end, I, I would just, I barely, ha I didn't do any studying at all except just audio notes and notes because I knew that those were, the two key things that will help me pass. So I focus on those during the weekends. Um, nice. Spend, yeah, spend more time with family or just friends. Yeah. Um, okay. And so when you say that on the weekends, would you actually like start playing the audios and read, follow along in the written notes, or you would just spend time reading and then while you're doing other things, listen to the audios? Yeah. Uh, I would I wouldn't listen and go through audio. Uh, sorry, the written notes together. I, I would mm -hmm. depending on what I'm doing. If I'm driving, um, I make sure. Like basically throughout this whole process, I didn't listen to any music. The only music was the super fast notes. So yeah. if, if I was at home, then I would try and read the written notes as much as possible. 
um, because I'm, I'm more of a visual learner. Um, that's what I've learned. Uh, so uh, at home and then in the car, I would listen to audio notes. And even on our drive to get groceries or just somewhere, I would I would force the entire family to listen to the audio notes. With me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is funny. A few people have said that, like making their kids listen to it. And I'm just, yeah, feel bad for their kids, but yeah, now you're done. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, and one thing that I think that you said in your pro course or maybe the webinar, the free webinar was um, just figuring out why you want to pass the CPA. And I think when I embarked on this journey, um, I never really thought about it. I just went with it because everybody, you know, took the CPA. Mm -hmm. um, I was just kind of what you needed to do. That's, or, or at least I never really thought about it until I started to write it out. Um, because it's very important to, that's what really kept me motivated is I wanted to get a CPA because, you know, um, I wanted to prove to myself that I could do it. And just to show, show that just to kind of test my knowledge on accounting, I guess, mm -hmm. or just learn more about accounting, uh, because that that wasn't my background. My background was in management science. Yeah, yeah, and that is. I mean, I do. I say that all the time, and I do think that's one thing that when someone's starting this, like just starting or about to start the study process. The whole idea of motivation or like writing out your why might sound kind of dumb or like they might think that's not why that's not important. But once you're a few months into it and it's really become a grind and tedious and you hate studying, getting yourself motivated is like the whole battle, basically. So did you you wrote something out and did you like put it on the wall where you studied or? You just, you, mostly it was just a one-time thing, just writing out your goals helped a lot. It was a one-time thing. Um, I, I didn't put it up, up I could because I thought, you know, I didn't want my <laughs> wife to laugh at me. <laughs> yeah. I wrote it out and then hid it in my drawer. <laughs> and I'm like, and I look at it every now and then and I put it back in. Um, yep. And I, I would just keep telling, remind myself like why I, I started on this journey. Um, and even even when I went to sit in the exam, I would try and motivate myself by saying, you know, you will pass the exam. And so during while I'm taking the exam, sometimes I get so frustrated or I'm like, like, how, how am I going to you know, finish the exam in four hours? I look at that and I'm like, OK, that, that's what keeps me motivated. Yeah. Yeah, it is a. Uh, yeah, again, it sounds like. I don't know, not a dumb idea, but all the way through, you like kind of have to keep your head in the game. That's like the yeah. phrase I always use. It's yeah. about, you know, I'm going to bed early so that I can get up and nail my studying in the morning. And I set these timers on my phone so that I have the, you know, I make sure I fit in the mini sessions. And I get up early on the weekends to get my studying out of the way so that I can have the rest of the day. And just this whole this whole process, you have to be, it's just that overall commitment that kind of bleeds into everything to make sure you're just getting it done each day. But then as long as you do and what you're doing is working, then it starts to become easier to get yourself to do it because you know it's working. And then, right. yeah, before you know it, you're done. 
it was easy. It was much easier just to continue with the with the CPA journey, um, and and you know even even my family they they were like it's it's remarkable like they, they don't see me studying that much because you know I'm I'm up before they're up, and I'm, I'm I get to spend time with them, um, and they're like but you but you pass, and then <laughs> <laughs> I tell her about super fast. It's just like yep. Um, that's the, you know that that's the way to learn, and like she she sees me like getting up super early, and then you know, she she saw the change, and so she's really happy that I, I made this change and I started passing. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, we've kind of gone through everything. So the uh, the last question I always ask is even if it's something we already mentioned what would be your top three tips to people that are still studying, trying to figure this out? Uh, I guess the number one would be, you know, um, use the super fast method, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but figure out which ones work for you. Like for me, the notes or the audio notes were definitely key um, that I would read throughout my studying and a couple days before the the exam, I would just reread through the notes as many times as I can, just to okay. coverage and um, to to make it fresh in my mind. So I guess one, you know, either MCQs or notes, or whichever one. I, I, that's my top tip: is just cram <laughs> or review it as many times as you can. Um, my second tip w- would be. Um, Study in the morning, uh, at least, because I'm I, I wasn't a morning person at all. I was like everybody else, you know, kind of kind of a late night owl. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was interesting that uh, once I got used to the routine, that I, I, my mind was just ready to go in the mornings, um, much sharper. Yeah. And then the third one I, I mentioned is figure out the why. I'll throw out the exam because many times I just wanted to just give up because when I see that 60 or 70, I'm like, why am I doing this? Why am I spending so much time to study, uh, not with friends and family and just torturing myself? Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so I actually, I forgot to ask you about your final review, but you kind of mentioned that. So you know, the last few days, well, would you set like a week or two aside for final review? And then it sounds like the last couple of days you were trying to really read the review notes several times through. Yeah. So I learned the, like throughout this entire process, I learned a lot about myself. Um, during my original process, I would just drag it on for a long time to, um, until I take the exam. Um, so I actually shortened my re- review to like nine or 10 days, like just really okay. short. Um, and I would just do daily sets of 30s and then all the mini quizzes um, and then make sure that I have coverage, like the Wiley. I make sure that I see as much different types of question in the test bank um, and then just make flashcards of anything or concepts I feel like I need to you know, focus on. Um, so that's during the review period. and. During that time, also 
I will I would make sure that I at least go through the notes, the super fast notes, as many times as I can, because you know I I I, I learned that a lot of the exam, the the notes cover a lot of the things on the exam. So yeah, it was, um, and and actually, um, on the day or two before the exam, because during my studying process, I would never look at the sims, because just listening from the prior podcasts. Like I, I, I figure, out, I, and then from my own experience, I figure out that Sims are just another MCQ question wrapped in different formats, right? Mm -hmm. Presented yeah. differently. Um, it was the concepts that I needed to learn. So actually, I would go to the AICPA website and look at their sample yeah. uh, Sims because that's very similar to the exam. That's what I mm -hmm. found. Um, yeah, I wouldn't look at The Sims until a day or two before the exam. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's one of those things that I I have I have a hard time saying giving that as like a blanket recommendation. Like, don't worry about The Sims at all, because some people that's just like their bugaboo. Like they just you know The Sims are what they really struggle with, and so you know just depending. Yeah, a lot of people on this podcast have said that, where they didn't really do any of the Sims until the last, like their final review, they'd look through some just to get used to the format. Mm -hmm. um, but checking out the AICPA sample exam is always good. I tell people to do that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it is true at the same time that each little segment of a Sim is essentially an MCQ, just kind of in a different format. So. All right. Uh, I guess, sorry, one other thing I wanted to ask you. So you used our notes in your main study sessions a lot, it sounds like. So basically what you were saying is you would have our notes and whatever lesson you were going to go into in Wiley, you would just read that part of our notes to just kind of get a big picture idea. Is that what you were saying? Um, not really. No, I would read it in its entirety. So it, it, it was so like for my process um it, it wouldn't click in the at first like mm -hmm. during my study materials i might be doing maybe bonds for example but in the uh super fast i might be reading about leases but so in the beginning it's quite chaotic that's but at towards the end everything starts to kind of connect and mash together so okay. so i wasn't I wasn't just looking at bonds specifically um, in the super fast notes. I was just, both of them would be going at their own pace, basically. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So when you would read the notes, you would just start from the beginning, read right. all the way through, and start right. over. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes, that. That's actually what I tell people to do, is, uh, is that. So, okay. And yes, in the beginning, the first few weeks, you know, you're studying one thing in your main review course our notes are short enough, you're going to get way ahead of that. Right. You know, yeah. Um, in a couple hours of reading, but it's that repeat coming back in loops. You just a little bit m makes more sense every time you read them. Right. Right. And, yeah. and I found that the notes were concise enough that some of the keywords were very important because they started to show up in the exam. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, ah, oh, this is, this is the golden, this is the holy grail. Like I gotta <laughs> make sure I study this 
that I, I know the stuff, you know, by heart. Yeah. So that's always awesome. the goal. That's always the goal when I start out a new section. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, yeah, Patrick, I appreciate you taking the time to do the call. That was, uh, I loved hearing your story and, uh, yeah, I'm glad it could help or I'm glad the, the notes and everything, the strategies helped you turn things around, make your life a lot easier. So yeah, congrats on being done. Oh, thank you, Nate. I mean, I couldn't have done this without you and your, your product, you know, it's, it, it sounds very simple, you know, saying out loud, but it's, it's, it's crazy when I go on the forums, how like people don't really do this enough and I see people struggling and I always try and tell people like, look, you just need to get super fast like, you just <laughs> need to get, and you will start passing because <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I appreciate you spreading the word. Yeah. Like with Reddit and stuff. So that was the interview with Patrick. I'm sure you found that very helpful. And if you did, please take a second to share that interview or the podcast in general with a friend or a colleague or a coworker that you know who's also working on their CPA exams. These interviews are the most helpful free resource available anywhere for people trying to figure out their own CPA study process. So thanks for watching or listening and we'll see you on the next episode.